you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Eric the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B and J Mac are on tap to help us wrap up this week. It was a short week, so we are going to recap this short week. Um, but then also, I was thinking, this is our Friday Gumbo show. Yes. And um, everything kind of goes into the pot. It's the end of the week. And we try to do a, a lighter show on Fridays just to kind of you know, ease everyone into their weekend. We recognize that on on many occasions, um, we have to give a disclaimer to our parents who are listening with younger kids. So many, many say, occasions. Many, many occasions, <laughs> unfortunately, because I do hear from parents um, that they they enjoy being able to listen with their kids and hear us talk about some of the issues. Just some of the issues go just a little bit deeper than yeah. than they're ready to go. But then some listen with their older teens, and it's just fine. Like right. it's you know, right. it's because they've got to be culture proofed, right? So they are gaining a biblical worldview, which we really appreciate getting that kind of feedback. Um, today, I think, now this all just depends, but today, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you just can't know. Yeah. Um, but today, I think is going to be one of those, one of those shows where um, hopefully, hopefully it is a lighter sort of informative show. Okay. So you're going to share some information that maybe you <laughs> knew, maybe you didn't know, um, but it's a little bit lighter. It's one of those things that you probably are going to want to at the end of the day. I don't know what you guys do on a Friday, but for the Addisons, it's usually like a fun food Friday, mm-hmm. which is just a kind um, way, you know, right with alliteration <laughs> for us to say, Will the Great and I don't cook. So um, <laughs> although today I think I'm going to be cooking, there's something that I've been that I want to try. Yeah, you have something in mind. So yeah, yeah I'm going to try yeah. something. I'm going to try a new and- recipe tonight just to see how it goes and you know and for all those who said will the great don't cook oh my yes, goodness i do cook oh a lot you know, just, just, a lot we, just we that both cook a lot yeah a lot of times they're like men don't cook i do cook. our family yes. is a little bit i will say this our family may be well other people will call in and let us know how their family kind of navigates eating and all of that but our family and i'm grateful for this um our kids included really enjoy eating at home yeah like they are not like, can we eat out? Can we eat out now? If we've gone a long time and they haven't, then, then they're kind of like, like oh man, I've got a yeah. craving for something, you know. But but when when we are on the road and they have to eat out a lot, they're like, oh man, we just want to get home because <laughs> we just want home food. Like they, so I'm really grateful for that because it's like we don't have to wrestle on that front. Now there's other things we have to wrestle with, right? But on the front of eating. We all agree that we like eating at home. We like cooking meals and we like trying new meals too. Um, I think they start to imagine that they're on like a food show when there's a, you know, I, I, yeah. I've observed that they kind of get into the, you know, they want to critique it uh-huh. and which we yeah. love. It's yeah, cool. you can critique it. That's it's fine. Cool. Yeah. Um, but it is your dinner. So you're going to eat it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. so we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Um, the I'm, I'm kind of all over the place. I want to make an announcement before we get into uh, some of the content for today. I wanted to let our listeners know that uh, the Addison, so our entire family, are going to be at the Truth for a New Generation uh, summer camp. 
It's mm-hmm. uh, the Unashamed Biblical Worldview Camp that is happening at the refuge of Eastern North Carolina. I think the city is Aden, Aden, North Carolina. And um, it's for kids that are rising eighth. So I, I would imagine that that means that you are seventh or have completed seventh and um, completed 12th. So that's the age range, rising eighth to completed 12th. Uh, you can learn more about this by going to truthfornewgeneration.com. The camp is July 17th through the 22nd. So you, let me just double check to make sure I have all of the information. So it's July 17th through the 22nd. When do you check in? You check in on Sunday at 4 p.m. And then you check out on Friday at 10 a.m. And we are going to be drilling down on biblical worldview training for our kids. Anybody who listens to this program, you know that that is something that we are passionate about, that we care deeply about equipping our kids, making sure that they understand where the gospel issues are, not just taking a position, not just saying, Mm -hmm. well, this is what my parents think, but where are the gospel issues? We firmly believe that if you can help kids navigate biblical conviction, that is the mainstay. That's the mainstay. The mainstay is not just the parental influence. It's not just the peer influence, right? It's not just, hey, give them these answers so they can respond when people have questions. But it is the conviction that the word of God is sufficient and to really make those connections in culture. And so what we're going to be doing, um, Will the Great and I uh, and Alex, Dr. Alex McFarlane, we are going to spend that week equipping our kids to trust the word of God and know how to apply it in cultural situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I am so looking forward to this because this, this is something that I enjoy greatly. I just got to tell you like, and there's something about seeing the light bulb go off in our young people where they realize, Whoa, I can, I really can't put my full weight down mm-hmm. on the word of God. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make me crazy. Right. right. That doesn't make me uninformed. In fact, that makes me informed. Mm-hmm. Um, And so anyway, so yeah, we're going to deal with things like critical race theory and transgenderism. We're going to talk about empathy and compassion and all of those things that sort of become the buzzwords. We're going to talk about justice and and all of these things that our kids are going to be, if they're not already, they're going to be inundated with these things and they will have to respond. And I think the best thing for them is to understand as early as they possibly can that they can depend on and trust the word of God. So this uh, unashamed... Excuse me, Unashamed Biblical Worldview Camp happens July 17th through the 22nd. It's for rising eighth graders to completed 12th graders. Uh, and it's at the refuge of Eastern North Carolina. The entire Addison family will be there. Our big three will be participating in the camp. And our little three. <laughs> They'll be prayer there. strength. We, we don't know. <laughs> we, we don't know. There's, there's, this is why I'm so glad that in the body of Christ, you know, we, when we talk about quote unquote, the village, I say that jokingly, but Mm. um, I'm so grateful for members of the body of Christ who are like, Oh, are you speaking right now? Okay. I can hang back here with them. (laughs) (laughs) Them, the little three Um, anyways. So yeah, so we're going to be there for an entire week and we are looking forward to it. It is going to be intense, but it's going to be fun. Um, And, and I, I think that it's going to be transformative for our kids. I really do believe that so often our kids are shrinking back away from engaging the culture because they're afraid. Like what if what what if my words fail or what if I don't know how to respond? And I think and here's the thing. And this is what we try not to do with our kids. We try not to give them prepackaged answers. Because we don't want them to run to the end of the answers that we've given them. Right. We try to invite them to trust the word of God and to pray and so then to be able to 
follow the leading of the spirit in any situation that they go into. And the Holy Spirit calls to mind the biblical reference that you need, or the Holy Spirit will call to mind the condition that is being presented in this situation. So you can speak directly to the the condition or the position rather than here. Oh, I don't have that answer. Mm. I didn't know you were going to ask me that. You know what I mean? Like, I think, uh, yeah, we want our kids to have answers, but we don't want them to be robotic in those answers. Right. It's just if this, like it, we're not coding them, <laughs> right? We're not coding them. And so anyway, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go deep in God. And this is July the 17th through the 22nd. You can go to truthforanewgeneration.com, truthforanewgeneration.com. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I love young people. I really, really do. And I'm, I'm grateful that uh, we have kids in the Gen Gen Z category and then mm-hmm. the Gen Alpha coming up. So we'll be looking at these issues <laughs> and observing these generations for a long time and mm-hmm. just talking about how we can ready our kids to go out into the world. So, all right, that's all I wanted to say about that. Well, the great, any announcements from you? No, just a marriage family life conference. I just hope, you know, to see you guys there. Everybody that registered, we are working behind the scenes to make it um, what it needs to be and, and praying and asking the Lord to bless it. Uh, bless you guys as you come. So mm-hmm. we, we're excited about uh, the Marriage Family Life Conference and uh, and what God is going to do there. Um, but as always, if you want to email us, you can e- email us at addisons at AFR.net, addisons at AFR.net. Okay, so today is today is National Donut Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> Don't even try to pretend. No, today is National Donut Day. So what we all agree to do is not judge people who love donuts or who eat donuts or who had a donut today just in celebration. In so fact, someone I, giving away free donuts today. Well, I don't know. And and that's the kind of information that people depend on me to present. And I'm sorry I let you down. I don't know if there are any free donut giveaways today. Um, probably is going to be like at your Dunkin or something. I don't know. Um can I don't really like Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, you can can you say that? I'm so, well, yeah, yeah, I can cuz it's the truth. Um I just Man, but that's a preference. That doesn't mean Dunkin' Donuts. Let me let me cuz we're going to go into talk, talking about the history of the donut. Like this I was fascinated by this. This is the kind of stuff <laughs> that when I stumble across stuff like this, we bring it to the table to talk to our kids so that we're like, "Hey, guys, guess what I learned?" And this just kind of builds information, right? It kind of gives them a new appreciation for the donut. Um no, People like Dunkin' Donuts, okay? And I, I ran across in this, this uh, it's a Fox Digital News article, but I wanted, I think they, they had in here the number of donuts that Dunkin' sells. Um, let's see. So Dunkin' Donuts has 12,600 donut shops in 40 countries, oh, wow. including 8,500 in the United States alone. Uh, and it sells about 2 billion donuts and munchkin donut holes worldwide <laughs> each year. So here, here's the thing. I actually personally, this is my personal preference. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is not Bible. Personal preference <laughs> here. I don't like Dunkin' Donuts. I actually, I prefer, like, if, if when we're traveling, if we're getting donuts, um, if I can find one, I like local donut shops. I, I feel like the recipe that the local donut shops use are not as dense as the Dunkin' Donut. I don't gotcha. like a, I don't like a thick cake donut. Oh, I don't like that. That's just personal preference. That's not Bible. I just don't <laughs> like a cake cake donut. I like the donut that is just a little bit lighter and it kind of has this glaze that just flakes and it's going to mess up your clothes. But I just <laughs> I just really do like that. Do you have a do you have a preference about your donuts? Uh, eh, no. 
I mean, that's... oh, this is. Hold on a second, <laughs> guys. Bear with me for just a second, okay? My my husband here. What? My husband here is so used to doing Monday through Thursday where we got to be very sober about things and we got to go in, we got to talk about these things, and it's just like, Rah. okay. I so, dear, I'm sorry, you guys. You guys don't listen. Turn the radio down. Let me just. Dear, this is a Friday show. So this is, I'm talking about donuts. Okay. And I'm, I'm literally about to kind of have your worlds collide. It's a fried cake type thing, right? Yeah, but... And I'm going to give you some history on, <laughs> on how the donut was developed okay. or discovered. I don't know if you say discovered, maybe discovered. Anyway, so I just, what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is, um, is there, you know, a little more excitement? Anything? Just a little bit. It's a, it's a Friday. Like, well, I'm just, just growing you know, up. Uh, there okay. was a place in New Orleans called McKenzie's, oh. and I loved McKenzie's donuts. They're not in, you know, they they don't in production exist anymore. anymore. But yeah. they had these things called buttermilk drops. Oh and, my goodness! <laughs> and I loved them. Those yeah. and the the chocolate glazed donuts. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. So so um, the buttermilk drop is an oh. open shut case that Man. there will be nothing that compares to that except one thing that might come close. What? Do to, you remember? What comes close to a buttermilk drop? No. Okay, so Abraham Hamilton III, who is the host of the Hamilton yes. Corner, weekdays here, 5 Central. Yes. Do you remember, we happened to be, I don't know if we were both speaking at an event at the same place or whatever, but we were both in Baton Rouge at the same time. Do you remember him telling us about this place that we had to meet up as a family? Our two yeah, families got together to go to this place where they served something called bonuts. Yeah, I remember that. Can't and he that. went yeah. on and good. on and on about the bonut. It was good. It was good. It was better than good, Will the Gray. But I don't know what's drop? going on with you today. Buttermilk drop? It was better <laughs> than that. There's nothing like, no. Slightly. No. Because it was, well, no. okay, yeah, I, yeah, Sorry. I agree with you. Okay, no. But listen, <laughs> but, but let me just say this. So people are like, so what is a bonut? So it was a beignet donut. So it's a cross between a beignet and a donut and somebody's like i believe leviticus condemns that (laughs) that's abomination they're like i don't know that you should be mixing beignets and donuts guys it's friday it's okay it's okay um but it was super super good and i can't remember the name of the restaurant but if you're ever in louisiana if you're ever in the baton rouge area Mm -hmm. just do a (laughs) do a search for a bonut and maybe that's the only restaurant that will that will turn up i will say this our kids usually don't like you know, they don't fight over donuts. Like if it's the last donut, I mean, you know, it just kind of depends. But I distinctly remember with the bonut, I remember <laughs> there being some like there's only two, right? Yeah. And it was the big three at the time that were fighting over it, and so that caused an issue. If that says anything about it, yeah, it was good. maybe it was good. It was really it's delicious. All right, we're gonna grab the break, and then we'll do the history of the donut because you needed to know that. that's why you tuned in today. Aaron the Addisons, it's the Friday Gumbo Show. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. Where else can I go? Got it. Got it. Got it. Where else can I go? Got it. Got it. Got it. Where else can I go? Got it. I'ma say it. Got it. All I've seen it. Got it. Got me saying. Where else can I go? Got me saying. You got it. Uh huh. You got it. Yeah, yeah. 
Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. It's the Friday edition. It's the Friday Gumbo Show. So if you're like, I only I only tune in for the heavy content. <laughs> Today is a little bit of a lighter show. Yeah. And I mean like light and flaky and like with a drizzle. Like just a, just a little bit of a light Man, but a lighter you show. That because it's funny. Sometimes when we have these lighter shows and yes. people tune in. Sometimes we oh get my like goodness. messages. It's like yeah, y'all, guys, y'all know who you are. Y'all get us. Y'all are like y'all are like anything. How in the world are you talking about orange juice on cereal? Have you seen what's happening in the country? Do you know what's happening in the world? And I'm like, wait, but 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 but, but Monday through Thursday we were addressing all of those things. I just thought That's you know sometimes funny. it's so intense. Like sometimes you know, and we are whole people. We're total people. So it doesn't mean. Mm-hmm. That, you know, we're not concerned that we don't just like live and right. breathe all those things that are woes, right? Like there there are joys in life as well. And and so hopefully <laughs> that's part of what we're trying to model here, that we're whole people and we like donuts. Some of us. <laughs> you know, I, 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 like I, I created a page on Facebook years ago and I didn't know it was going to take off, but it was yeah. called I Miss McKenzie's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bakery or whatever i think yeah. that's what it's called and there's thousands of people who <laughs> who join all share your pain and, and they share they share recipes they have old mckenzie's like recipes and, mm, and num, pictures num, 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 num. and it's crazy like people yeah. miss that uh bakery that's a new orleans original it's, it's new orleans, there, yeah, there it's, will not be another one no, like that no. but something that i found fascinating well a couple of things today is national donut day which i didn't know that um on the morning side of things because that may have shaped a little bit of our day just a little bit. I didn't know that today was National Donut. I, whatever excuse to have a pastry that's covered in sugar. Like, you know, it's like kind of, I don't want to eat this, but nah, today is National Donut Day. Like Merle, man, she's like, you guys need some, you know, coconut water and some fruit. <laughs> Merle. Wait, what? Merle, hey, she said, like, we need to lay off of this, you know, Merle, donut stuff. yes, we do. We don't. <laughs> see, okay, that is, that is the, uh, that is the act. Wait, what is the word I want to say? <laughs> That's the accusatory equivalent of like, look at what's happening in the world. Why are you guys talking about donuts? So she's like, donuts, you need some fruit. No, yes, we do need fruit, but mm. also there are donuts. Like they're, 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 <laughs> It doesn't mean that we donuts. don't need donuts or coconut water. We don't drink. Yes, all of these things are good, Merle. She's like, I'm out in my garden. I'm picking fruit for you right now. That's great. Thank you so much for that. But they're also are donuts and donuts are okay if you don't eat them every day and which you don't um but certainly um nathaniel has donut holes oh, every tuesday oh, that's a tradition he, he looks forward to that he's gonna have a bad day if it's not um not available okay so here's the thing that i think is really interesting not only is today national donut day mm-hmm. but on the 22nd of this month so national donut day is the first friday in june every first friday in june okay so june 3rd today is national donut day but this year, on June the 22nd, the donut turns 175 years old. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, I think, I think people like Merle would say, see, and that's when our health started to decline. <laughs> the 175-year slide. <laughs> Anyways, um, somebody could probably look that up and see if that's, that's true. Funny. I don't know. But here's what I think is really interesting about um, the, the development, the founding, the discovery of the donut and so i'm calling this segment of the show the patriots pastry oh wow the patriots pastry which somebody was like okay well i thought this was going to be a downer so here we go right the (laughs) patriots pastry credit for developing the donut goes to a main mariner uh by the name of captain hanson crockett gregory 
and I'm going to read here. This is from uh, this is from Fox News Digital, which I think is really, really cool. I'm tempted. You guys let me know. I want to see in some of the comments. Uh, I have somebody reading aloud from a book that was written in 2016. It's a children's book. Um, it's the whole story. H-O-L-E. See there? The whole story of <laughs> the, the donut written by um, yeah. a Texas author named Pat Miller. Um, and she goes through the whole like little known story about the man who came up with the first donut. So if you want to hear a portion of that, like if your kids are listening, then just let us know if you think it's going to be a snoozer. <laughs> <laughs> then just just let us know because you know when we near the end of the week we just can't handle a whole lot of ridicule just you know monday through thursday we kind of have our guard up on friday we let it down uh depending on the show topic okay here we go the then future high seas hero uh in a moment of deliciously divine inspiration man they're really on in this article um as a teenage galley (laughs) boy Divine inspiration. Wow. (laughs) Come on, man. This person, it's Carrie J. Byrne. Carrie J. Byrne is the, I I guess, who wrote this article. Mm -hmm. Um, Really loves donuts. I don't know if I call it divine. I mean, it's not like manna. You know, somebody's like, yes, it is. (laughs) It's manna from heaven. Okay, here we go. Um, so, so you've got Captain Hanson Crockett Gregory, who is a teenage galley boy, Mm -hmm. and he took um, what was once just a poorly cooked blob. Of <laughs> I I just want to say I did pre-read this article, but just even as you read it again out loud, it sounds different when you read it in your head. So <laughs> let me just read what it says. Read. Turned a poorly cooked blob of sailor sustenance into the iconic ring shape and deep fried delicacy we know and love today. Those are the things that read better than 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 you say, right? Like because it's it's beautifully written. Anyway, his innovation changed the way people in the U.S. and now much of the world eat breakfast. Okay, so Gregory's contribution came by way of him working in the kitchen, and this is what happened. I'm just going to summarize this for you. I thought this was fascinating, and I think kids would be fascinated by this because so many kids love donuts. And for those of you who are pretending right now to not like donuts. Let me just say to you (laughs) that a national consumer survey found that 96% of Americans enjoy donuts. 96%? 96% of Americans enjoy. That's a number. Look, so so just for the person who's like, "Mm, I don't know about donuts. Mm, I don't know that you're in the 4%. I just don't know. I would I would say your indifference is probably an attempt to display better health choices, mm. but I'm not judging you. Anyway, mm-hmm. U.S. consumers, this is interesting, uh, U.S. consumers eat more than 10 billion donuts a year. 10 billion donuts! Wait, wow. Oh my We're looking at the verification of a nation. Man. It's just the verification. <laughs> 10 billion donuts Man. a year. That's a problem. I think that's a problem. I don't think so. Man. No. No, what do we we have in America? Three hundred forty million, three hundred forty million, some somewhere's in there, three hundred forty million. Yeah, um, uh, something like that. I, I, so if I we have right. ten billion donuts a year, I mean, yeah, I but, think that's okay. Okay. <laughs> okay then. Three hundred fifty forty million. Man, that's ten billion billion donuts. <laughs> a year. Because here here's the thing: they're kind of like a chip. You can't eat just one. So like usually when you have a <laughs> that's a problem. That's a problem. <laughs> Man. All right. Let me, please, um, <laughs> let me get back to the story of of how Captain yes. Gregory, the late Captain Gregory, came up His with this donut. Divine inspiration. This divine inspiration. Oh okay. Goodness. So so he's got these um 
these um, dough balls that they were just throwing into into a vat of lard um, <laughs> mm. on 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 their ship. And but the the sailors were like, oh, man, they said that these dough balls actually just sank to the bottom of their stomach. They're like, man, Mm. it was just so dense and it didn't cook through. So it was like a half cooked center and it was just really bad. And so the the um, the sailors actually started to call these dough balls sankers because they said, (laughs) guys, you know, we've all been there where we had that feeling where you like you eat something and you're just like, gong. Oh. It feels like an anvil in your stomach. You're like, ah, what did I just eat? They kept so, eating them, though. Give me one of them sankers. <laughs> they didn't have a choice. I mean, they, I mean you know, they didn't have a choice. So so here we go. Captain Hanson Gregory recognized that these donuts or these sankers could be made better. And so he took a pepper canister and took the lid off the pepper canister. And then he forced a hole down into the middle of the sanker, mm-hmm. right? And then he threw it into the lard. And when it came out, the sailors couldn't get enough of it. So so that is the <laughs> origin story of the donut, right? Wow. And I want to say, okay, so let me, um, oh, I wanted to read when this actually happened. 18, 18, um, 1847. Yeah. 1847, teenage sailor Gregory thought of an innovation or an innovative solution to a problem. That's so funny, plaguing his hungry crew. So here's something else that I thought was important um, to this story because um, Captain Gregory, at the time, working in the kitchen, he was 15 years old. He actually brought his invention back to his mom who uh, used someone's store to produce these kind of mass produce them as it were, and then sell them to sailors. And so as you have sailors coming through and, and going to different countries and things like that, um, that's how the donut spread even around the world. One other thing I, I thought it was super amazing. And I'll open the phone lines to you guys can engage us. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. We can also recap for the week if you guys want to, um, or you can just chime in on the history of the donut donut. and your favorite donut. (laughs) If you've got a kid listening and he or she wants to share their favorite donut, his or her favorite donut. But um, I tell you you what, the call is about to uh, dictate how the rest of the show go. You guys are going (laughs) to dictate that. Yeah. You get to decide that. Um, I do. I do say this though. Will the great, um, Mm -hmm. the donut on June the 22nd is turning 175 years old. Mm -hmm. Now I'm aware that the queen is celebrating her platinum Jubilee. Is that right? 70 years, 70 years. 70 years. Oh my goodness. The the longest reigning British monarch, like Mm -hmm. 70 years. That's pretty fascinating. And there's a big, there's a lot going on um, right now because of that. Um, I just wonder like, what are we planning to do in America for the donut? Because it's, it's going to be 175, 175 years old. Um, I mean, ninety six percent of Americans consume donuts. Could we? Right. You know what I'm saying? People just gonna go eat one. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's it. What, what else needs to be done? I mean, a flyover, like maybe like a, in <laughs> a, the, flyover? In a flyover in the shape of a donut, like just a you know, because the the queen had a flyover in the with seventy. Ah. Like the man, that was amazing, right? Well, but we could do like one with a like a circle. I kind can of a hear thing. some country boys that getting in their trucks. They're about to go do some donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I don't know. <laughs> you do some donuts. Yeah. Okay. Um, so wait, like, there's there's a little more information that I thought was um, sort of one of those fun facts. So there was some question about the origin story of the donut and um, Captain Gregory's legacy 
as the inventor of the donut came into question. And so mm. this was called the Great Donut Debate of 1941. Wow. That was such a thing? Yes. Mm. The Great Donut Debate of 1941. By the way, um, Captain Gregory died in 1921. He is buried uh, in Massachusetts, uh, not very far from, I think, the original Dunkin' Donuts that opened, which they say was a coincidence. They didn't plan to do that. That's just sort of where their donut right. shop opened. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, okay, so, but here's a story. Uh, Captain Gregory's legacy as the inventor of donuts was elevated. However, during the great donut debate of 1941 at Hotel Astor in New York City, according to a Smithsonian Magazine report in 1975, the captain's relative, Fred E. Crockett, spoke up in defense of the family. So when his legacy was called into question, a member of the family spoke up and defended Captain Gregory's um, I guess legend or no legend implies that maybe it's not true. Right. So the mm -hmm. fact that he invented this donut, um, here's the story. Cape Cod attorney, Henry A. Ellis sought to debunk the claim of the Crockett Gregory family. And this is what he said happened. He said that the donut can be traced back to a scuffle between pilgrims and native American people in the 1620s, hmm. in which a Wampanoag fired an arrow through an Englishman's ball of dough. Now, <laughs> anyway, uh, well, oh, you know. anyway, I don't know. About the that. attorney, um, or no, maybe he's not. No, the relative, Freddie Crockett, made a presentation that included an array of affidavits, letters, and documents that certified, if you will, Captain Gregory as the inventor of the donut and all of the judges um, responded that this uh, information, this evidence was compelling. And so he is solidified. The national bakers association confirmed that captain Gregory is indeed the inventor of the donut. This is amazing. The, the history that we have in this country, that there was actually a great donut debate. Yeah. That's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty 1940 since 1948, the national bakers association has identified Captain Gregory as the inventor of the donut, which means that his title cannot be touched. Well, there so go. there you go. I think that we should all today in some way uh, celebrate the donut. Maybe just go out with your with your family. You can eat a donut at any time during the day. Don't you agree? Yeah, sure. I mean, it could, that, that's something you can eat like boring, morning, Will. noon, Don't night. Don't be boring. Huh? Don't be boring. Like, <laughs> yeah, just, just, <laughs> I know I, mean, I know Merle's got you doubting whether yeah. or not you can be excited about the donut. <laughs> but what people need to know about Will the Great is that if it's like grain or granola, well, not really because he doesn't eat a lot of that. But um, Whole Foods, Will the Great loves. So yes. nobody nobody's judging you. You can you can love the donut publicly. <laughs> anyway, donuts are great. OK. In moderation. In moderation. That's key. Yeah. That's key. Yeah. You don't want to be donutted. Okay, no. like that, like you don't want the donut to no, take over. No. All right. So that's it. That's your bit it of history should, for yeah. today. Today is National Donut Day. Over you. Don't let donuts have mastery over you. Yes. All right. Yes. And that's that's also not Bible, but in principle <laughs> it is. <laughs> Somebody's like going to their uh, concordance looking up the donut deal. All right. Where do we go first? Will the Great. Oh, wow. Oh, we, we can't. Go, we go to break. But when we, we, go come, to <laughs> when we come back, though, we're going to go right to the, to, to the phone. Wow. Line. We have some calls waiting. I don't know what it says that, you know, there are a few times that I lose track of time. Usually it's when I have when we're, we have a compelling guest and I'm just like so enthralled in what that person is saying. And then I lose track of time. I look up mm. and the music is playing. 
I'm not really sure what it says about me that I lost track of time talking about donuts <laughs> and was not aware that we were nearing the break. Uh, you guys just hold off on your judgment, okay? Just, you know, whatever. Today's Friday. Yeah, Today you know? is Friday. We're yeah. doing a little bit of lighter show. All right, well, then what we're going to do is go ahead and grab the break, and then we come back on the other side of the break. We'll take your calls, mm-hmm. and you truly will determine uh, the direction of the show on the other side of this break. This is Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. We'll grab the break and be right back. Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening. It's the Friday edition. We do a little bit of a lighter show on Friday. At least we try. And it seems like we're we're off to a good start um, because the donut is brought to you proudly by America. I mean, again, like that's what we do. That That is what we do. Okay. That's what we do. We set the standard in pastries and the French are like, no, you don't. And we're like, yeah, we do. We're like, actually, yeah, we do. We just take a pastry. We shove a hole in it. We fry it. All right. And then it goes around the world. And, and, and what are the like majority of people eating? They're eating, they're eating, they're eating donuts. Right. I think they even eat donuts in France. Right. So like, I think that's like the pastry capital of the world. France is. Okay, guys, let's go to the phone lines here in just a second. But let's just say this. I don't want to offend the French. <clears throat> but a lot of those pastries are for um, fairies. They're like, it's like they put a little dot of cream on a plate and they spread it with a spoon and they're like, here you go. And you're like, what is, what is that? And they're like, it is a coconut cream reduction. Like, dude, you really reduced it. Like, where's the rest of it? You know, we're, oh, we're like, man. that's not, that's not a food. You just lick they the plate and you're it's, done. It's for mature palates. That's what they say. Uh, yeah. But, but even the palate has to be able to take like that. It's not, that's not a food. Where's the rest of it? It's a, they put a squeeze, they squeeze something on a plate. They run a spoon through it and they're like, you're welcome. And then and then we're over here in America. We're like, but the donut, though, we actually use our donut to sop that up. We just run our donut. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. We'll we'll do, great. We're about a dozen. Where do we? <laughs> That's a shame. Look, look, guys. All right. I'm not proud of it. I mean, I kind of am, but not 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 really. You know what I mean? Just a little bit of shame. Um, where do we go first? Will the great. All right. Let's go to Anthony in Mississippi. Hi, Anthony. How y'all doing? Good. Hello. Brother Anthony. How you doing? Today's program got me cracking up because I used Yay. to love these donuts. <laughs> but yesterday, y'all talked about a good subject about what is going on with all the evil mm. that's in the world. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of pastors have watered down the presentation of the gospel. Mm-hmm. But I like what Timothy, I mean, Paul said to Timothy in chapter at the end, mm. he said, you are to exhort, you are to read, and you are to teach, mm. because if you do these things, you not only save yourself, but your hearers, when you teach and exhort, you will save some of them. Mm. The whole thing is going on with evil here in America and around the world. 
everybody is rebelling against God because they don't want to hear the truth. And the truth is pointing to them doing their own self-examination as Mm -hmm. whether or not they are walking in the will of God and they don't want to do it because they love the sin that they're involved in. Mm. And brother Anthony, why there's evil in the world today because man loves man's self Mm -hmm. and his love is not there out of his heart for the Lord. Mm-hmm. If it was, they will receive that word when we share it with them and begin to investigate just like the Bereans did. Mm. Brother Anthony, you're spot on. Who left their first love, which was Christ, because they were on fire when Paul preached to them. And Jesus had to tell them in the first chapter of Revelation, you left your first love. You need to go back to your first love again. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get off of here, y'all. Mm. No, Brother Thank Anthony, you... Brother Anthony. you- you are spot on. Thank you so much for your comments because, you know, you think about it. So you're referencing Second uh, Timothy chapter four. But it's interesting because when you when you take chapter four and you set it back into the context, it just just give it a little bit of context. Um, the Apostle Paul is pointing out, he's telling Timothy of the godlessness that exists, right? Mm-hmm. The godlessness of men turning away from the truth, right? Then he goes right from that into validating the scriptures. All scripture is breathed out by God. Mm-hmm. And then the climax of that, if you will, is so preach the word, mm-hmm. preach the word, go to the scriptures. So you're spot on, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, in your observations, um, not only and the refusal of man to turn to God's word, but also the refusal of man to be examined by God's word. Mm. So man submits himself to it, as you said it rightly, self-examination, which the apostle Paul also said that if we compare ourselves among ourselves, we're not wise. Mm -hmm. Right. So you can always look at somebody and say, well, at least I'm not like that person, but that's not what scripture calls us to do. Right. The straight edge is the word of God. Amen. Amen. All right. Um, Go ahead, Willie Green. I'm sorry, you were going to say something? No, amen. Okay. Amen. Oh, okay. Everything he said was on point. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Let's see, where do we go next? Uh, let's go to Camille in Mississippi. Hi, Camille. Happy Gumbo Friday. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all's Gumbo Fridays. I want you to know I'm on your team on that. Um, the world <laughs> is envy. I listen to you every day, but I sure look forward to the lighter show. I love oh, it when you have your kids on. That's thank not what you. I call Okay. Uh, your, your your family and your children are precious. Nikki, I truly want to say thank you, and I think you need to put this on a T-shirt. I came down with COVID, <clears throat> made it at home nine days, and went, had, ended up in the emergency room, my oxygen level low. The emergency room doctor said, going to put you on room desivir, and I said, no. And he said, what? And I'm like, no. He said, well, we can't treat you for COVID then. I said, well, I'll either survive or go home to be with my Lord and Savior. Mm. So I was admitted into the ICU. And for three days, um, the doctor there was a FEMA doctor. And he was kindly, I'll put that in quotes, browbeating me to start the remdesivir. And the third day, I was, you know, not doing well and pretty wore out. And my husband was sitting there. And I almost gave in. And then something you said came into my mind, and that is, For you are convicted, stand convicted. Mm. And so I refused. 
I'm still here. I was in ICU 15 days. I was not ventilated, uh, but it was rough. <laughs> um, and I do have pre-existing conditions, which, you know, would put me in the category where I shouldn't still be here. So I know there were many prayers, and I know God still had work for me to do, but I also want to thank you because I think I'm still here because of what you said. That one phrase has stuck with me, and I think it's just a wonderful thing. Mm. Oh, wow. Camille, man, I'm, you, I'm a little Camille. bit speechless. I First, I just I want to say glory to God for the work that he did in your life, like glory to God for the work that he did. Right. Praise and glory to God alone. He determines our days, the length of our days like he these are all written in his book before one of them is lived. Right. And and man, we can trust the Lord with our lives. And so the thing that is really compelling about what you just said is that you trusted the Lord with your life. Right. You trusted the Lord with your life. Essentially what you said to the doctors for me to live as Christ and to die is gain. (laughs) Guys, I'm I'm telling you, we have gotten so far away from that biblical conviction that when we are in situations and this is what the apostles knew. This is what the early church knew. This is how they were able to endure the persecution because they knew for them to live as Christ. But to die is gain. Like Amen. you're you're going to threaten me with being forever in the presence of my Lord. This is what the, the early church would have held dear to them. And so now here we are, right? We're in 21st century America. How can we do any less? How can we make any less of Jesus Christ and the sovereignty of God over our length of days? That is a very powerful testimony. I just want to wow. say thank you so much for sharing that. Glory to God. Glory to God. With a great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Regina in Arkansas. Hi, Regina. Hey, Will. Hey, Mickey. How are y'all? Hey, doing well. How are you doing today, Regina? I'm doing great. Can y'all hear me okay? Yes, Yes, we can hear you fine. Okay. I I deliver mail for a living, so I'm trying to work and talk at the same time. Thank you. Um, But I was just calling to, um, Will seemed a little disgruntled about the 10 billion donuts a year for the (laughs) um, United States of America Uh people. And I was just going to give him the breakdown. It's really not as bad as he may seem to think it is. Okay. okay. So so if the number that Mickey threw out about um, United States citizens is $340 million, then there is approximately 29.4 donuts consumed by a person per year. And if you ah. break that down, it's only 2.4, a don- uh, uh, 2.4 donuts a month per person. And I don't think that's outrageous. <laughs> oh, that is such well, a good so perspective, much. Regina. That's still oh, too much. No, 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 no I'm, stop. I'm just no, see, this is what happens when you're defeated with math, but you still kind of you can't you can't accept your defeat. That's still so too much, right, Merrill? That's still too much. Okay, no, no, now he's looking. Now he's looking for support. Now he's looking for support. No, thank you, though. That's, um, that's a great Regina. Breakdown. That is really good. So, two point four donuts per month per American if you if you break it down that way hmm. that's good now some people are like Those well you're gonna suspect. have to double it for us because we <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just kidding Regina say. that's what yes. I was gonna say I don't I don't eat that many donuts uh, a month but I do have a very close friend and relative and they do so they take up my portion and that's <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you go. it's all good it's yes, all good yes regina thank you <laughs> thank so you, regina. much oh my goodness that was worth the price of admission <laughs> we really do appreciate that i just i just want to say to the relative <clears throat> of regina's who's listening they're like now what you trying to say regina <laughs> What do you, what do you, she's just making an observation. It's not, it's not an accusation. She's just saying you tend to eat more donuts than she eats. That's it. It's just, that's the fact that can be measured. 
right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. <laughs> um, where do we go next, Will the Great? All right. Uh, let's go to Renee in Arkansas. Hi, Renee. Hello. Hello. How are you? Doing well. How are can you, you doing? Me good? We can. It sounds like you're in a wind tunnel. What's going on? Where Are you working out in the garden? I'm, What's going I'm on? I'm sorry. No, I'm on the road. So I, I no, just, that's okay. I just thought, um, but I wanted to tell you that if you're ever traveling and you come through El Dorado, Arkansas, mm-hmm. okay. stop and get a spud nut. Spud nut. A spud nut. Is that a potato something? Yes, oh. it is made with potato flour, and I promise you, you can't eat just one. Ooh, oh. okay. So okay. hold on a, a second. Nut. El Dorado, yeah. Arkansas, and we need to get a spud nut. Can can you can can one get a spud nut anywhere, or is, is there just only place? one store, one restaurant? How do no, how how does one get one? Well, it's it's in it's a little. It's we call it the spud nut shop. It's been here for years and years. Hmm. And um, it was a it was a uh, chain at one time, and I, maybe it was just local in in Arkansas. I'm mm-hmm. not sure, but I think there's only one or maybe two left. Wow! Um, in oh. the in the area. Okay. So well, I, I'm just telling you, this is one of those things that you said something a while ago. When you eat it, mm-hmm. you look all down the front of your shirt, and <laughs> that sugar glaze is just. Everywhere. Yes. <laughs> and and you're, mm-hmm. you're trying to, you know, you're trying to get every little last bit of it. Yes. <laughs> mm. Oh, my goodness. Listen, uh, Renee, thank you so much. Well, if you ever come this way, you know, if, if you look me up, you'd have free spud nuts. Oh, that is so sweet. Thank you so thank much. You, I really do appreciate that. Now, I did, Renee, I appreciate it. I did write this down. That's That's something. So we get suggestions because we travel so much, right? So mm-hmm. we get suggestions about where we should eat. And believe it or not, we actually take up people on those suggestions. We, we, we try we, those places. We, we'll and try it out. And some of them are amazing places. We're like, oh, if we could just kind of transport this to our city. And then other places we're like, it must be a cultural thing. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know. And you've all been there before where you're like, I don't know. I didn't really. And I don't know. Anyway, but Spud Nut. Spud Nut, I think you can't wow. go wrong with. All okay. right. Thank you, Renee. I appreciate it. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right. Let's go to Dawn in Ohio. Hi, Dawn. Hello. Hello. Hey, you know, you, I thought you guys, I used to call all the time Dawn. from Toledo. Oh, I, that's Dawn, Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even know you guys were still on the air and I stumbled across. <laughs> I happened to come on. I'm like, oh my God, I found them. <laughs> wow. Absolutely. Dawn, yeah, if, so if I could go back, what I remember <laughs> about our interaction. So Dawn, you were a loyal listener during uh, many years of the morning show. What I remember yeah. about our interactions is that we did not agree on much, but we were always gracious and cordial with one another. Do you remember that? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and we're probably sure. not going to agree on this either. But I'm going to tell you oh. like this. No, I got to tell you this, Miki, because this okay. violence, listen to me mm, good. Yeah. I'm in the healthcare industry, okay? Now, this is, a lot of this violence is coming from COVID. I know you guys don't, 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 don't understand it, but see, COVID is doing something to the brain. And see, it, it, it magnifies whatever you have going on 10 times. If you got depression, if you got hatred, if you got whatever you got going on that you're struggling, you got a blood clot, it's magnifying it 10 times to give you a stroke, a heart attack, or whatever. This thing is real. I had it back in December, and it, it, I'm still long hauling it. 
It's still mm. horrible. Okay. Mm. Also, you got social media, you got drugs, you got alcohol, the isolation. Mm. All of this stuff is causing problems with mm -hmm. people's psychic, psychiatric brains. Okay. And then we have the, um, we have, um, uh, you know, they say we, we, they keep, people keep saying we need guns. Okay. Guns shouldn't be outlawed. But if we have our Bible and, and we believe in the power of prayer and the Bible says thou shall not kill, oh, then why Dawn. are we not praying enough? Why do oh, we need Dawn, I don't have enough know? time. Dawn, oh. <laughs> Dawn, why couldn't you just comment on donuts? I don't have enough time to adequately respond to what you're saying. I, I think that this is, this is worthy of a response, um, but I don't have time to give it. So I'm just going to have to say Dawn to be continued. All right. Until Monday, Lord willing, God bless. God bless. <laughs>